There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Sports Day Tampa Bay, which today is going to be conspiracy podcast of the NFL. We're going to throw all of it on the wall, Steve Versnick. Uh, there is all kinds of stuff popping about quarterbacks, including one named Tom Brady, coaching changes, coaching decisions, a quarterback in Arizona that suddenly is deleting all proof that he plays for the Arizona Cardinals after the Pro Bowl. We got lots to talk about today, man. This is good stuff. So is this the Joe Rogan podcast now? Is that what we're doing? Conspiracy oh, good Lord. theories? <laughs> no. No, we're not going to kick get kicked off Spotify. I don't know that we're on Spotify, but no, we're Can not. We get go paid there. like that on Spotify, though. Oh my! Uh, yeah, we need to. We need to get. We need to get uh, get more revenue for sure. Maybe this will do it. I don't know. I'm going to have fun tonight. I, I want you guys to understand that you take some of this with a grain of salt, or maybe two grains of salt. Maybe the whole shaker, if you like. But there's some stuff out here, man, that people are going to go, hmm. Right? It's that time of year, right? It's uh, the football version of the hot stove league. Anything can happen. Anything usually does. So here we go. Let's start with the Tom Brady Let's Go podcast and Jim Gray. Well, Tom, you retired. So Tom Brady does his you know weekly podcast, even though he is retired. Like if you recall, let's go back to the way back machine a week ago. Just a mere hours before he put out like a thirty inch I'm out statement thanking everybody. He went on Jim Gray and said, yeah, I just haven't decided yet, Jim. But in fact, he must have decided shortly after hanging up because he called Jason Light that night and told him that he was done, at least with the Bucks. And that's where we begin the rest of the story. So he goes on the Jim Gray podcast or the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald. And, you know, credit to Jim Gray. I mean, he asked the pertinent questions, you know, about retiring and why he was doing it and why this is the right time. And, you know, he kind of repeated a lot of the the same things about family and other demands and, you know, uh, the commitment that he makes, not everybody, but he makes to playing the game at the highest level and how he feels he owes that to the team. So all of the, the stuff you've read and know about, um, no surprises there. But then he was asked, well, you know, Michael Jordan came back three times and, and you're only retiring once. Are you saying that you would never... So he basically asked him, is this really it? Are you really retired, you know, in, in so many words? And that's when it got interesting, at least for conspiracy NFL podcasts that we're doing tonight. So Tom Brady said, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to take things as they come. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're going to take them as they come. Okay. I think that's the best way to pull it, to put it. And I don't think anything, you know, you never say never. Hmm. At the same time, I know that I'm very, I feel very good about my decision. I know that I don't know how I feel in six months from now. And then, then the audio drops and you get changed, something like that. It most likely won't. I guess his mind won't likely change. But he said, but I try to make the best possible decision I can at the moment, which I did last week. And again, I think it's not looking 
to reverse course, I'm definitely not looking to do that. But at the same time, I think you have to be realistic that you never know what challenges there are going to be in life. Again, I loved playing. I'm looking forward to doing things other than playing. And that's as honest as I can be with you there, Jim. So we have take things as they come. Um, you never say never. Feel good about my decision, but I don't know how I'm going to feel six months from now. Six months? Really? Is this about six months? What happens in six months? Training camp? Mm-hmm. The season happens in six months. Hey, honey, you know what? I think we can manage all this kid stuff and me again. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be so miserable if I don't play. He may drive her crazy in six months, and she begs him to go back and play. Now, here's the, big, here, here's the $25 million question, and that's about what the Bucks have on their salary cap for next year if Tom doesn't play. And they've not put him on the retirement list, by the way. And the reason is it'll be a little less cap room, a little less cap hit if, if they actually put him on that list after June 1st or thereabouts. So he's not officially retired from the standpoint of the salary cap and all that. But what happens if, say, for example, Tom does all his business stuff and, and you know, he starts to get the itch because he really doesn't participate in training camp. Now, look, I'm not. I don't know what his sacrifice is going to be in the off season. You know, is he going to stay on the TB12 diet? Um, is he going to do his workouts with Guerrero and does do you know make the commitment he usually makes in the off season? Wouldn't seem so, right? If you're retired, wouldn't seem like you would do that. But how how bad a shape is Tom Brady really going to be in? Right? I mean, Tom Brady's not going to suddenly you know start having cheeseburgers and French fries and milkshakes every week. So he's you know he's still going to take care of himself. He's still going to do plyometrics he wants to live a long time and and look good because he gets paid to look good um you know he's got a freaking clothing line right that he models so obviously he's going to do those things to stay in shape and he's got three kids to chase around so that helps too so but let's say you get to next august oh hell next july i mean it's only february right so yeah six months from now that's like july that's just you know they're starting to think about the start of training camp at the end of july and Tom Brady says, I want to play. Now, by that time, who knows what the Bucks have done, right? Maybe they did nothing. Maybe they just re-signed Blaine Gabbert and said, you be the bridge guy to Kyle Trask. Because we can't find out anybody out here that's any good anyway. Russell Wilson's not coming. Aaron Rodgers is not coming. We can't get Deshaun Watson out of Texans. We'll get to that in a minute. Um... You know, Derek Carr's staying with the Raiders. That's why Josh McDaniels is there. We can't get anybody. So, you know what? We're, we're going to kind of stay pat here because I don't, I don't like any of these other backups. You know, I don't – Joe Flacco's and the Chetty Bridgewater's, whatever. I don't like them any better than the guy we got, which is Blaine Gabbert. So – and Kyle, obviously. So, let's say that you just have those two quarterbacks. And then Tom decides in July, I want to play. Well, the Bucks would be thrilled. I mean, they would be over the moon happy. Or would they? Because here's the thing. If Tom Brady comes back and plays, even though he's technically under contract right now with the Bucks for another year and he would belong to them, 
I'm not so sure it's in Tampa Bay. Sorry. It's how I feel. What, give, is, what gives you that impression? Well, I have no basis of fact because this is NFL conspiracy podcast tonight. I mean, is it the Glazers not wanting? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. There is absolutely no reason to think that the Glazers would not just want to do cartwheels and invite him back with more whatever more than open arms is, that's what they would do. I mean, they would they would hold a parade, you'd see fireworks, the cannons, fire the cannons. We got Tom Brady. We got Tom Brady. Fire the cannons. They would do anything they could. They welcome I mean it would be Oh my God! I mean, they, I mean, can you imagine this? This place would it'd be euphoric if he said he wanted to play here. Okay, absolutely, the Glazers would want, want him back. They'd stop making that sign that they're going to put on the Ring of Honor. They'd stop commissioning the architecture for the statue out front of Raymond James that they're making of Tom Brady. They'd stop all that. That that work would come to a halt in a minute. And they would, you know, make sure that Chris Godwin, you know, doesn't get his. 12 jersey back it would keep it as brady instead of godwin so all that would happen except what if he said and he could say this what if he said i don't want to play in tampa i said i want to play i didn't say i wanted to play here Uh uh-oh now what now what well i'll say this much if tom brady i believe this in my heart this is not, you know, all of this is conspiracy, you know, podcast right now. This is true in my mind. If Tom Brady went to the Glazer family tomorrow and said, let me out of that third year of the contract. I want to play. I don't want to play here. I want to be a free agent. You know what they'd say? Good luck. Thank you very much for the two great years you gave us. It's been unbelievable fun. We welcome that big Lombardi, beautiful Lombardi trophy in our in our case. We think about it every day. See you on the other side. That's what they would say. I totally believe that. Why would they do that? Because they'd be so grateful that the GOAT chose them that even breaking up, you'd want him to be happy. You want Tom Brady to be happy. He was happy with you once, right? Just because, you know, he's not happy being with you anymore doesn't mean he doesn't deserve to be happy. And they're going to want Tom Brady to be happy because he did everything and more that he could do for two years here. Everything, right? The third year was a salary cap thing. The third year was a it was a suggestion, right? It wasn't a commitment. It was a suggestion like, hey, you know, if you want to play a third year, well, but really we were just moving cap money. So he chose not to play or so he told us. And now he's saying, you never say never. And we'll see what happens in six months. Well, I know what happens in six months. In six months, they start the NFL season. Right? So where would he go? Again, conspiracy podcast. Where would he go? Where did he want to go the first time when he was a free agent? I don't, Tampa Bay wasn't his first pick, was it? Nope. He looked at he looked at the Chargers, right? He, he heard some things about Tennessee. We heard about Miami. I mean, we heard a lot of things, right? Here's what I know I heard because I had the conversation, 
right? They called, when I say they, Donald Yee, Brady's rep, friends of Brady, FOBs, whatever. They contacted the San Francisco 49ers, folks. They called an organization, not the Bucks. They called the 49ers. The Bucks called Brady and his representatives. Brady's representatives called the 49ers. See the difference? And you go, well, wait a minute. The 49ers had just won, had just been to a Super Bowl. They lost. They blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter to Kansas City. But they had just been there. They were They were NFC champions. And they had Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, who backed up Brady, who ended up getting traded out of there because Brady was still playing and Kraft wanted Brady to just keep playing. So Belichick said, well, I don't need this guy. So he traded him to San Francisco. Former teammate. They had just signed him. San Francisco just signed Garoppolo to an extension. And if they traded him, they were going to take a massive cap hit. And he had just taken his team to the Super Bowl. I mean, he lost. He didn't play well. He's three of ten or three of eleven in the fourth quarter, much like he was, you know, in in the division uh, NFC Championship game against the Rams. He stunk, and they lost. But they that was their guy. They didn't have Trey Lance. That was their guy. And how could they justify quitting on Jimmy Garoppolo, who had just taken him to a playoff, who they had just signed an extension for a forty three year old quarterback? We yeah, we don't know. But, but he's forty three. What's he got left? But Brady wanted to go there, and why? For the same reason he wanted to be drafted there. For the same reason he was madder than hell his whole career that they drafted Gino Carmazzi. That's right, you never heard of him. Gino Carmazzi, look it up. They drafted a quarterback that wasn't Tom Brady. The kid's from the kid, the man, 44-year-old man. He's from San Mateo. He went to high school there. He grew up, remember the stories? We've heard them a million times. Oh, I would go with my family to the Candlestick Park and we would watch the 49ers play. And Joe Montana, that was my guy. And Steve Young. I mean, this is hometown team. That's who he wanted to play for. If they could have worked it out, had a great defense, they're still a good team. They made it back to the championship game this year. The Bucs didn't, right? So good coach, good GM. And guess what? They're trading Jimmy Garoppolo. They Garoppolo is out. Now the 49ers have agreed to trade him, try to find him a place where he wants to play. He's out. He's gone. They got a young quarterback in Trey Lance. Have no clue what that guy is. But they have to find out at some point because they drafted him number one overall. Um, or not number one, but in the first round. So, but is he ready to win now? No. So what if what if Tom Brady kind of you know, looked at the Bucks and said, well, I'm probably not going to do it here again. Got all these free agents, a lot of old guys. Had receivers that are taken off the waiver wire. Cyril Grayson, are you kidding me? Guys that didn't play college football, I'm throwing at guys like that. I'm throwing a Bouchard Perriman. I won games with those two guys. I won walk-off TDs with those guys. Really? We don't know if Godwin's back. We'll probably be franchised. Got an ACL. Mike Evans is a year older. I got no third receiver anywhere. I don't know if Gronk's going to play. Probably will if I do. But yeah, what if? What if Tom Brady gets to six months from now, as he said, never say never and goes, yeah, you know what? I want to play. I don't want to play here. Wouldn't that be interesting? It would be. Now, 
<laughs> it might be completely false too, folks. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I don't know. We're speculating, but totally. Is there anything that leads you to believe that if he did want to come back, that it absolutely mm. would not be Tampa Bay? No. So Tampa Bay could be a possibility if he decided to come back six months. Oh, ago. I would think so. Yeah, okay. I would think so. I mean, listen, you know, was was did everything go smooth at the end? No. Was was there could they have avoided some of this confusion? I mean, the, the Antonio Brown thing was bad, right? And hey, sorry, I wrote the anti, you know, like fake vax card story and it got him suspended for three weeks. I did my part, I suppose. But that was news, and I don't regret writing it because it was true. And he was the only guy that got suspended. Did it help the team? No. But two of those three games, he wasn't able to play anyway. They did get beat nine to nothing by New Orleans, where he would have been able to play. But when Antonio Brown came back, his attitude was crap, and it wasn't great going into it. But it was really bad when he got back. He wanted he wanted his bonuses guaranteed. He asked for that. They wouldn't do it. Um, you know, he got fifteen targets the first game against Carolina when he came back, lit it up. And then the next week he gets, you know, five or so in the first half and he apparently throws a hissy fit. Well, there's the quarterback. He's the guy with the ball. Go talk to him if you're not happy with what, what you're getting. Instead, he stood on the sideline and according to the Arians, you know, after he blew up at halftime, they asked him to go back in the game. He said no. Now this is where it gets screwy because he says it was his foot. They say, you know, he just refused to go in. He was sulking. He was mad, and they ripped off his jersey, and we all saw how that played out, and that was the end. Now, did that make Brady happy? No. Could they have handled it a different way? Perhaps. But, I mean, you know, Antonio Brown left town trashing Tom, too. Said he was only his friend because he knew I could help him win a Super Bowl. Well, that's partially true, but Tom invested a lot in Antonio Brown. This organization, I don't think, really wanted Antonio Brown last a year ago when they won the Super Bowl, which the anniversary, by the way, was on Monday of that Super Bowl win. But they brought him back, you know. And Tom, Tom's not the from what I hear. I mean, he's not. He's easy to coach, and you know, he 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 didn't come in and say you're going to run my plays. He didn't come in and say I'm not going to learn your your language. He didn't do what Peyton Manning did in Denver. He tried to do all those things the first year. And they were seven and five, and they changed some stuff, and they won a Super Bowl. And then this year, it looked even more like a Tom Brady offense. Um, but I sense like you know any real like there was no schism between him and Leftwich, him and Ba, him and I didn't. It was just a hard year, right? It was just there were a lot of injuries, man. You know, and and in the end, the talent that he was playing with in the divisional playoff game wasn't much better than what he left in New England. You know. I mean, they they get got from net back. They they had Mike Evans, you know, and then the rest of it wasn't very good. But this whole notion, like that, and and I get that, like maybe you're just this person who doesn't want to put boundaries on themselves. But come on, he played 22 seasons. I mean, is it so hard after 22 years when you quit to say no, no, that's it. I'm, you know, the same reasons I'm leaving is why I won't come back. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be Brett Favre. I'm not going to be Michael Jordan. Oh, by the way, I think I saw, didn't I just see where he played golf with Michael? Hell, he was playing basketball with Michael Jordan. I saw that on Instagram. Well, how many times did Michael Jordan come back? Twice. Went and played baseball, came back, went, yeah, exactly. So, 
Yeah, you know, you never say never. Those guys, I always say this, they, they usually they don't know when to leave the party. They usually are the last guys out. And he said he wouldn't play if he sucked, but he knows he doesn't suck. And it's going to be hard. I just wonder how this whole thing's going to work out because six months is a long time. You can go to a lot mm-hmm. of places with your kids. You can, you know, they have the means to go. He'll spend a ton of time with them. What happens when that body clock starts cranking up and you know you're supposed to be in training camp and you want to throw the football, right? And and all of a sudden you're going, dang it, I can still play. I should be playing. Honey, give me another year. But do you come back to the box? I don't know. Well, let me throw out another know. conspiracy theory. Please. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Replaces Jameis Winston once again and goes to the Saints. You better check your sheet on that one. That would be tough for Jameis. <laughs> Could he do it twice? <laughs> he did it to him again. With new uh. coach Dennis Allen, who has owned Tom Brady. Well, listen, the, it, the singular best reason for Tom Brady to go to the Saints is that. That guy is my kryptonite. I can't beat him. I'm going to join him. That is the that is the literal. If you can't beat him, join him thing right there, because Dennis Allen has his number. That defense has his number. He, you know, the only game they won was the one that counted. You know, in the playoffs, obviously two years ago. But that was as much about Drew Brees not being able to play as it was about anything Tom Brady did. Um, the defense turned him over, and you know they they wind up coming back and winning the game, obviously, and won the Super Bowl. But yeah, um, New Orleans. But without Sean Payton, again, he didn't know Byron Leftwich from Adam either. But he knew that Bruce Arians was a pretty good offensive mind. He was surprised he wasn't as involved as he thought he would be. Um, but who are your coaches on that side of the ball? Who, who you, know, you know, Dennis Allen, mm, head coach, but not, not your offensive coach. So, so those, those are sort of interesting. We know Kyle Shanahan is a good offensive mind. Not, that offense is probably not suited for Brady. You're going to throw the ball probably a lot more. And, again, you know, to think he would learn a third terminology and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. All I know is, yeah, could 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 any team, could Tennessee be that team? Could he join Mike Vrabel, right? Like that was mm-hmm. part of the speculation when he left New Orleans or uh, New England was, you know, hey, he might, he might go see his teammate. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got Ryan Tannehill. How'd he do this year? Awful. Number one seed, three, turn, three interceptions in, in the, uh, the first game they played. One and done as a number one seed. What about so, Miami with the first time coach? What about him? Yeah, go to the division rival of the Patriots. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and, and they just built their forever house or building their forever house down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't have to move again. You just move into the, the mansion that you are refurbishing or leveling or whatever the heck you decided to do with it. Um, so that's, I will say this, if it's not home, right, if it's not home mm-hmm. and home being California, Northern California, San Francisco, if it's not home, it's going to be someplace warm. <laughs> it's well, it's going to be in the Gulf coast. Then that would rule somewhere. out, that would rule out Green Bay if Rogers left. Yes. Yeah. He's not going to Green Bay. Or if they don't he's think, not, you know, Jordan loves never, ready yet. You bring Brady in for a year or two. Nah, it'll never happen. I'll I rule them out. Would. I don't think it would either. But exclusively, I'll tell you, he'll never be a Packer. There's no way he's not going back in the cold. I, I, when he says that, I believe him. You know, when he says he's retired, I don't believe him. <laughs> not anymore. Not as much as I did before this podcast. 
And maybe it's just a great podcast, right? Maybe it's just, hey, you know, why would you close the book on anything? I'm a human being. I can change my mind, right? But what has it been? All of seven days? And like last week at this time, you were saying you haven't made up your mind. And then a week later, you're saying, yeah, I'm retired, but we'll see where I'm at in six months. (laughs) Well, six months? I mean, if you just said, hey, I'm going to give it a good year or two, you know. But six months means you could be playing in 2022. What if he goes to Arizona since Kyler Murray may be out? There's another great theory we can stumble upon on NFL conspiracy podcast today. What in the hell? So Kyler Murray goes to the Pro Bowl because he's like, I don't know, was he, was he voted to the Pro Bowl? Was he one of the two? I don't know. It was Brady and probably Rodgers. And then Brady didn't play and Rodgers didn't play. So then you start going down the list and pretty soon you end up with Kyler Murray and the guy from Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, which is pretty far down the list. In you had Russ opinion. there too. So Russ was there. You had three quarterbacks, yeah. So those three at the Pro Bowl, he throws a touchdown, by the way, to Mike Evans. Kyler does, right? And then Mike does the whole between-the-legs dunk thing. Um, but now what did he – so he deleted any mention of the Cardinals. He unfollowed right, the Cardinals media. on Instagram. He unfollowed them. Think about that. Have you first of all, have you ever unfollowed so I blocked people, right? I've never unfollowed someone. I have that's before. particularly I have harsh. Before, but. but what does it mean? It means I'm not with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. It means like I don't want to I don't I don't want to know what you're saying. I don't know what you're doing. I don't yeah. care. That's a well, he, that's a deliberate act, right? He unfollowed them and removed every image of him in a Cardinals uniform except for one at the Pro Bowl he posed with Somebody. Cardinals helmet, yeah. But it, the Cardinals helmet was facing forward, so you couldn't see the Cardinals emblems on it. Ouch, babe. So he's got two that photos sounds... left on Instagram, one from his days at Oklahoma and then one from the Pro Bowl. Removed that's every other like photo. Gather... That's like kind of like gathering all your ex's things and throwing them outside in the trash bag, isn't it? Yeah, no, like... he's got a fourth year. I mean, he's only been in the league three years. Right. So he's under contract this year, and most likely the Cardinals will pick up his fifth-year option. fifth-year option, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You try to sign him to a long-term extension. Mm-hmm. That's a weird one. What if What if door number two, and this is why Bruce Arian said, well, you know, we found Tom Brady behind door number two. What if door number two had Kyler Murray? God's sakes. Again, can't imagine a scenario where that team in Arizona would ever get rid of him and certainly wouldn't trade him to an NFC team. Unless you sign Tom yeah. Brady. Well, then now see, you're now you're expanding the possibilities for Brady because, again, it's not in the cold, okay? Mm-hmm. But is he really going to a better football team in Arizona? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that he is. It's closer to home. I don't know though. that he is. Or his parents' home. It is parents home. closer to his parents' home. Not closer to his mm-hmm. son's home, which is in New York. And that that's the confusing thing about the San Francisco move. We're just getting started on our conspiracies. But first, this is no conspiracy. I want you to know the 18th annual Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, presented by RP Funding. It's happening this February 25th to the 27th. They get that beautiful 1.8-mile, 14-turn configuration that runs through the streets of St. Petersburg, circling Pioneer Park, the Duke Energy Center for the Arts, and the Dali Museum, and, of course, Extends to the runways at Albert Wooded Airport. For race information and tickets, 
Visit gpstpete.com. That's gpstpete.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, one more conspiracy theory. What about the Raiders out west, close to his parents' home? Josh McDaniels, the new coach there, mm. Mm. played under him for a mm. long time in New England. Mm-hmm. Two different stints. Yep. Tom Brady's an upgrade over Derek Carr. AFC West. Yeah. Get to go up against Patrick Mahomes I mean, every, twice a year. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Okay, now you've lost me. <laughs> He's, he's nah, beaten him several times. I'm not times. sure why he's you'd want to go out times. there. Well, yeah. yeah, I suppose. The Raiders. Now, the Raiders. The Raiders have stars in their eyes, right? They are the ultimate um, marquee team in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, being in Las Vegas in football is a little like being in Los Angeles in baseball or basketball or whatever else. It's the city of stars, right? It's it's a, mm-hmm. Look at the entertainment going on right outside of Allegiant, Allegiant Stadium. If you don't have a good show at Allegiant, they're just going to go to Circus de L.A. Or, or, you know, listen to, you know, Mariah Carey, whoever's playing at the Caesars the other night. You know, like, there's plenty of entertainment for your dollar out there. You have choices, man. You got choices. And so you have to have a show. You know, the Las Vegas Knights, they put on a show. They have a good team. They put on a show. Las Vegas Raiders, they have to put on a show. And, you know, I think Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. And, and I, my personal feeling is that Josh McDaniel, McDaniels probably took that job because he liked him, because he, he, he knew he could win with him. He wasn't going to go someplace without a quarterback. But if you're telling me that Tom Brady might show up for Josh McDaniels and I've only got one more year left with Derek Carr, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could, we could talk. Absolutely. I like, I like that. I like the way you're thinking. We're closer to his hometown. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the 49ers, but mm, good football team, playoff team. Right? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah, see, the possibilities, man. You, you, it runs wild. If he comes back, if he decides to play, and, and again, the thing that got me was the six months. Not so much the, well, you know, I'm going to take it day by day, Jim. You know? Mm-hmm. But right now... But when he goes, but I don't know, in six months, six months, if you just said, I don't know, a year from now, I said, okay, maybe, you know, he's going to try this and you get bored with business and playing golf and, you know, a year from, no, six months, six months. All right, one more for you. Start a football season. Yeah. Talk about stars. Mm -hmm. How about them Cowboys? I really believe if we had Tom Brady here, what are we going to do with Dak Prescott? That's one that I think is stickier because I think that Jarrah Jera loves Dak, and I think he thinks he's going to win a Super Bowl with Dak. I don't think, I don't think 
the $40 million quarterback's walking out of Dallas. But Jerry loves the spotlight. To any place. Oh, sure he does. But Jerry, the way Jerry thinks is, the spotlight's on him whether they win or not, and he's right. If you got those stars on your helmet, the, 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 the spotlight never leaves those silver helmets with the stars. They just don't. They can be the worst team in the league. And Dallas moves the needle like no other NFL team. You know? I mean, I've talked to ESPN about you know the bloggers that they have and everything. It's like, unless you have Tom Brady, if you're like in the NFC South, good luck. Who's reading your stuff, right? I mean, but the Dallas Cowboys can be four and twelve, or now they would be four and thirteen, or five and twelve, whatever. They still have such a following, such an incredible. Everybody wants to know what's up with the Cowboys. So I don't know that they need the the stars they need are already on the helmet. But with Jerry, it's never been really, about what really they need. With Jerry, it's never been about what they need. Yeah, but he likes Dak a lot. I'm not saying a he lot. doesn't. You so you're gonna push him aside? You're gonna trade him? I don't know for a 45 year old Tom Brady. How's that work? I don't know. I'm not sure it does. I just. But you got Ceedee Lamb. You got you know you got great you know Amari Cooper. You got great receivers. Defense needs help. Look, I wouldn't rule any team out. But if you're asking me, I'm just going to say 49ers. 49ers. No, I, I, if, look, if I had now, to here, pick one, that's where I'm picking. Okay, what about Yeah, what about the New York Jets? And I say oh, it for several. Well, but, but it's close to his son, Jack, who's in New York. Division okay. rival of the Patriots. Cold said he would never go in the cold. Uh, cold would be the issue. They've got a young quarterback that you can sit on the, the bench for a year or two. That's not not Zach hitting your Wilson's salary cap. Going to the bench, yeah. yeah, but he's not hitting your salary cap, so you can let him groom a little bit. It's a bad football team that almost beat it him. Is. It is, and that's 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 probably the biggest reason I would say no. But I'm just we're playing conspiracy theory here, so. Yeah, now now I think we're stretching a little bit. Yeah, I, See, I that, liked that it before when yeah. we stayed. We stayed in the Sun Belt. We kind of you know bounced out to Arizona. Okay, maybe Raiders. Oh yeah. I like that one. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, it's just really interesting. And one thing I will absolutely, I will, I swear to you, this is the case. If Tom Brady went to the, they would be upset. They would not like it. They'd try to get him to stay here. If he told them, I want to play, but I want to play, name the city, name, can you make that happen for me? I swear to you, they would accommodate him because they're that grateful to him. They just are. They are, and they'd be disappointed. They get something in return, though. You know, instead of him just retiring and walking off, and all he leaves you is a big salary cap dump. At least you'd be getting something back from somebody, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or, you know, Derek Carr or whatever. Dak Prescott. You get something, some compensation, right? But they're not going to hold him for ransom. It won't be yeah. like one of these things where, you know, like with Gronk, when Gronk came out of retirement to play with Brady, it wasn't like the Patriots who owned his right said, "Yeah, you know what." We want two first-round picks, or we want a third-round pick. No, I was like, look, give us your seven, and we'll take your. We'll give you our seven, we'll take your sixth. Right? It was like virtually an even swap of nothing. And Gronk, because Gronk wanted to play with Tommy. I think in the next week after the Super Bowl, Gronkowski, I believe, is going to retire. I just do. He's done it once. It's going to be easy to do it a second time. Unless. Well, he can come back a third time. <laughs> he can. Or if he doesn't retire, hmm, 
maybe he knows something. I don't know. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Remember that phone conversation where the cell keeps cutting out? Mm-hmm. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Gronk. I was just thinking about coming back. But San Francisco, <laughs> you know. Hey, Ma, where's my pants? Where's my football pants, Ma? Uh, it's a tangled web we just weaved. Sorry, folks. But you know you enjoy this because it all could happen. Underline could because Tom Brady told us it could. Tom Brady said, you never say never. Never say never. But he didn't say Oh yeah, in six months I'll be back. I could come back to the Bucks. No, he said I could play again. In six months we'll see where we're at. I don't know. Maybe he's in a training camp. How about what's going on? Let's let's play a little more conspiracy that maybe probably doesn't involve Tom Brady. So, Lovey Smith, as we mentioned, was leading, looked like he was going to get. Well, he did get hired. He got hired on Monday as the the head coach of your Houston Texans. Didn't necessarily see that one coming. Don't know how I feel about it. Don't think it's a great hire. And I don't think he's there long term. I really don't. This feels like the defensive version of David Cully, who, by the way, hired his friend Lovey Smith to be a defensive coordinator when he when he had no job. He was fired by Illinois. And he, he brings in Lovey Smith. I don't remember the Houston defense being the solution. I always get I also always get tickled by teams that hire a guy that was on the staff, right? So he's there with David Cully, and you're not happy with the way things are going. I assume it wasn't just the offense you were unhappy with, but okay. But a guy who had been a head coach in in two other places in the NFL, coached as long as Lovey did, he had the answers but didn't give them to his friend David Cully? Like, yo, David, here's what you're doing wrong, bud. This is what we need to do. Whatever. So they're going to go with Lovey Smith when – it looked like Brian Flores was getting that job, or at least he was a finalist. Now, Brian Flores, while he's happy that Lovey Smith was hired, another African-American, um, not happy because he feels like he got locked out, that it was his job to lose. And when he sued the NFL, that includes the Texans, that that cost him his job. And who knows? Maybe he's right. Maybe he has a point. I don't think Brian Flores is going to be coaching in the National Football League anytime soon. I don't think a good way you know, to – get a job is to sue the prospective employer before you sit down with them for them to hire you. But be that as it may, why Lovey Smith and why now? What what are you gaining? What are you possibly gaining from Lovey Smith right now? Well, my first now thought... conspiracy. My first thought with the conspiracy is mm-hmm. they're not trading Deshaun Watson. They're playing him. Mm, bingo. Bingo. And they want a veteran coach... Okay. To be the one in front of the press answering the questions, standing up, talking about this. And Lovey's been through this before. Mm hmm. Here in Tampa Bay. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Something similar. Not exactly, but something similar. No, but yes, but he's got experience in handling the questions and the press and the team and everything that goes with it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, where Josh McCown, who was a finalist there, has never been a coach before. How would he handle right. that? Right. And, and, I mean, literally, Josh 
you know, when, when Lovey was here, his last head coaching job in the NFL, Josh McCown was his quarterback. And he'd been mm-hmm. with Josh in two or three places. And he knows Josh McCown. And I think if I had to guess, Lovey is probably telling the owners, you know what? This guy's going to be a great coach one day. Like, he's going to be fantastic. He's not ready. You know, like whatever it is you think you're going to do. And I don't think that the Houston Texans kind of floated that out a few times. And I don't think they sold it very well. I don't think people were like, yo, this dude's never coached before. Like, you know, why are you bypassing guys that have actually got this gig before or are ready for this gig because they've been in the coaching profession? You're going to hire a quarterback, essentially, that's been retired for a year. So whether they couldn't sell it or 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 what, um, they reached to Lovey, And it does a bunch of things. It, it, it probably keeps a good portion of their staff intact because you know all those guys had two-year deals at least with David Culley. Cully walked out of there with a good amount of money, but there's a bunch of coaches that are still under contract for at least a year. So, if, you know, presumably Lovey would keep his defensive guys since he probably hired them, and you'd have some continuity, and and the owner wouldn't be out a lot of money all at once. Uh, with a new coaching change, he, he's going to want his whole new staff. All those guys are going to get paid for a year uh, unless they you know go someplace else. But that that's also a byproduct of of hiring a Lovey Smith. You know, but I'm with you. I mean, I can't like if Lovey was honest. I can't believe he'd want to be a head coach at a, at a place where they don't have a quarterback. Now, maybe he's thinking if they trade Deshaun, they're going to get two or three number ones. They can rebuild fast, get a quarterback in the draft and away they go. But this, next year seems like, a you know, I mean, the Houston Texans aren't going to be any good. You know, with Davis Mills, or whatever. They're just not going to be any good. Unless, unless they bring Deshaun Watson back into the fray. And he could still get suspended. He could still miss games. But is Lovey going to sit there? I mean, I was there. I was there when he talked about Jameson. Rick, Rick, we we weren't there. We don't know. You know. Um, And I would think Lovey would want a quarterback. And Deshaun Watson, no matter what you think of what he's done on or off the field, he's a damn good quarterback. Now, he hadn't played in a year but that just preserved his body as much as anything. Um, that's a good conspiracy. I like that conspiracy, too. That's the, the fir- that's the first thing I thought of Wouldn't when I saw some- Lovey being hired there. Mm-hmm. Was, was I can hear him saying it. The type of coach Lovey is. Yeah. He, you want a coach like that. Experience. He's coached multiple teams, mm-hmm. both at the pro and college. He's handled controversies mm-hmm. in that before. That's a type of coach yep. in that situation you would want. Not a first-time coach. Not some, you know, particularly right. if you really think Josh McCown's going to be a great coach, don't throw him into that to start his career. He's your next coach then right. if you're the right. Texans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look, maybe they were ready to hire Flores, and Flores is toxic, you know, to the rest of the league. So they took Levy Smith instead. I don't. I don't know that Lovey's there long term. I don't know that he cares. He gets a chance to be a head coach again. They get to keep some coaches. There's some continuity in the coaching staff. That's always a good thing. They hire an African American. That's a good thing in a league that's you know only hired what uh, two people of color, including um, McDaniel and um, or McDaniel's. No, it's McDaniel uh, with, in Miami from San Francisco with. McDaniel in Miami, McDaniel's, and you know, I got it backwards. Josh McDaniel's, Mike McDaniel, um, you know, who's biracial. So I mean, 
you know, not a not a great track record there, but at least two of the last final three jobs that were that were filled were filled by people of color, which is good. But I don't I just don't I don't know that Lovey Smith is a good choice right now. Right. I just you know, I saw what he did in Tampa. I saw his coaching staff. Now he had Leslie Frazier, he had some good coaches, but most of the guys have either worked or played with him before, and that's the case in a lot of instances, but he ain't gonna hire a bunch of dudes that were working for Sean McVay, like the rest of the NFL. I don't think he knows him, you know. I mean, he's, you know, he's been around a while. And he has a lot of friends that are older coaches like himself. Or players, guys that have played for him, that that he brings into the coaching ranks or they've coached someplace else before. So it'll be interesting what happens down there in Texas. I don't I don't have any clue. I don't know what they're doing. I'm not sure they do. <laughs> so but I like the conspiracy that, you know, Smith, having been through it with Winston, is gonna go. You know, he's our starting quarterback. Deshaun Watson, our quarterback. He's our quarterback. Our quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Our quarterback is, you know, he will stay on message. He will not flinch. He will not budge. He will not buckle. Um, If that's what he wants to do, then that's, that's what they could, he could sell. And maybe it is. Or maybe he's willing to hang in there and they trade him for three or four number one draft picks. And then you load up in the next couple of years, you find your quarterback and, and and you're set for you're just a better football team. That could be too. But yeah, I did not see the Lovey Smith. Only the third African American or the the second African American coach to coach three teams. The other one, Romeo Cornell, he was an interim in one of those stops. Um, but yeah, you usually don't have second, much less third chances by uh, by black coaches who get fired in the NFL. Just you know, doesn't happen very often. All of this though is good for the Bucks in that. All the jobs are filled, and that means Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich mm-hmm. are back in Tampa Bay. That and is a so good is thing. BA. Yes, for continuity and everything, that's yes. a wonderful thing for Tampa Bay. Absolutely. And we know, we know they're both good coordinators. We know the last 40 something seconds, notwithstanding, we know that Bowles is a good defensive coordinator, I like to have that back. Um, so, you know, and look, since they're both back, okay. If B.A. coaches one more year, let's say, he's turning 70 in October, October 3rd, let's say after this next season, they're, they make the playoffs, maybe they don't, they're building, they're you know, trying to develop a quarterback, whatever, and he says, you know what, I'm 70, I'm done. Well, you got both coordinators to choose from again that could take over this program. You know, if that's, if that's the, what, what B.A. ultimately decides, and I don't know that he will, but if that's what he did, um, everything's in play next year. And it's probably also why Byron Leftwich could afford to be picky. And I don't know that he ever got an offer from, you know, Jacksonville. Um, Doug Peterson's a good choice. and It's a great choice. He's a good choice. But I do know that he's in no hurry to become a head coach. He's going to want the right situation. Quarterback, general manager, ownership, all, all pulling the same way. And he probably didn't feel that in Jacksonville. So, you know, he's in no rush. And, you know, he likes the guys he works with now. They all like each other. They all get along. They're good coaches, and some of them are great coaches. Um, you know, so all of that is is kind of interesting. Now we got, man, we got drama. We got drama in the NFL. And it's all going to play out all offseason, man. It's crazy. Hey, set on the downtown streets of the Sunshine City, it's the 18th annual Firestone Grand Prix of St. Pete, presented by RP Funding, and it kicks off Florida's spring break season with some high-speed excitement. 
Just visit gpstpete.com for race information and tickets. It's another racing season starting right here in my hometown of St. Petersburg. All right, so take all these conspiracy theories, tell them that you heard it on Sports Day Tampa Bay, and let's see if any of them come true, because chances are they won't, but at least you heard it here first, and it's that time of season. This is when you can say all these things, and then if it doesn't happen, we'll deny that we ever spoke these words. But Tom Brady spoke some words, and he said, never say never, we'll see where we're at in six months. Those That's very interesting, very interesting to me. Hey, we're going to do a, a mailbag tomorrow on the uh, podcast, uh, 100% correct answers only, guaranteed by moi. So send them to you or send them to us. Uh, you can do that on Twitter at uh, SportsDayTV. You can send them to me on Twitter at NFL Stroud or my email address is rstrout at tampabay.com. Box, lightning, you, you know, raise if there's going to be baseball. I have no clue, but we can talk about it. Anything you got, send it to us. Uh, and uh, make sure once again, this uh, this is one of the best races in in the world. Really, I, I I love this event. It's the already the 18th annual Firestone Grand Prix of St. Pete, presented by RP Funding. And so this year it's happening February 25th to 27th, just a couple of weeks away. You still have time to get tickets. And if you need information or anything on the tickets, go to gpstpete.com. That's gpstpete.com for all your race information. Thanks for listening. For Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.